0: Hello and welcome. This is the Richard Smith podcast. Hi, yeah, Richard Smith here. Welcome to this week's podcast. I've uh, been in Derby for the weekend, returned back uh, back to the southeast on Monday, and it was a really nice weekend away. And look, if you've not been to that part of the world, I think you should. You'll enjoy. It. The um, the main cathedral in town is um, lovely, but I, but I think you'll be overwhelmed by the fact that there are more estate agents and coffee shops. That means if you're looking for a Costa or a Starbucks, you'll be lucky at finding it. But of course, you can buy a house. And you're probably wondering why I telling you all this and i'm going to come on to the story in a second but it's really quite important for us as business owners that we understand some of this stuff the original weekend for me going there was to attend a church seminar and to share some love for lorraine Meyer the half's birthday what was really interesting was the fact that on saturday night in the center of town a very nice italian restaurant nearly all of the couples were using their phones rather than focusing on each other's company And I found this interesting. I've been aware of it for a while, but it's the first time I really started to pay attention. And Lorraine and I were sort of quite bemused, sadly, I guess, by that. But it's not only the adults that do this. I give up, given up really, counting the number of times I've seen a crying child being given a mobile phone or an iPad to play with as soon as it becomes upset or irritated. I guess a distraction therapy applies with those bits of kit. Of course, oh, us parents need a little me time, but really giving a young baby a mobile to play with? Teaching them young, eh? Now, I don't want to bloody pontificate or preach to parents about how to bring their children up. That's something I, I just wouldn't do, but there's a business story in here, trust me. But giving children a smartphone to play with, is, is that something we, we should really be doing? Oh, I don't think so, but you know, call me old-fashioned if you want. Which brings me, you know, quite nicely to the to the um, the whole idea of this podcast for today. And uh, it was Winston Churchill that said, um, "Strategy is all very well, but it pays to give thought from time to time to the results." And um, I don't remember Winston Churchill saying that, but it kind of makes a little bit of sense and leads to leads to where we are here and now in 2017. No matter which way you want to look at this whole smartphone thing, it's, it has taken off really since 2009-10. It was something that was really futuristic still in 2005-6, and in course in, of course in 2000 we had no idea what was coming. And since then we've seen many online and smartphone platforms come and go, with, with many more to come in the future. There's no avoiding this. We, you know, you and I have absolutely no bloody idea what platforms, what social media forum. What software we're going to be using in the, in the future? Quite simply, we've no idea what's going to be available in the next twelve months, let alone the, the next twelve years. And for me, I've always described you know social media as the emperor's new clothes for small and medium sized business owners. Yet yeah, everybody reaches for them. Couples can sit in a restaurant and not talk anymore. Yeah, of course there's a snippet of conversation, but for big chunks of their time together, they're checking their social feeds and checking their emails. But you know what, it's very easy for the 40 or 50 or 60-somethings to watch these people and say, you know, what the bloody hell are they doing? Why, why are they not enjoying each other's company? What's so important? And many of us are of a certain age don't really understand the fact that millennials are always working. Yeah, you know, long gone are the days of 9 to 5 finish, you know, go practice your hobby. Now it's all 24-7 in face, fully loaded, non-stop. This is the new working world. Anyone that disagrees with that really has their head in the sand. Perhaps this is why we've seen the political upsets in recent years. Consumers are soaking up the next piece of propaganda to appear on Twitter or on Facebook or indeed any other platform that they're using and then accepting that propaganda at face value. And I just want to tell you how it is. I I, I really just want to tell you, I don't you can ignore this at your peril. If you're a small business owner, if you're self-employed, if you're you know working for a marketing department Ignore this at your peril. If you want to get your message out to your customer base, then you have to use the systems, the voice and the processes that they want to use. Just because you don't like social media, just because you think it's stupid or boring, doesn't mean your potential customers do. Now, some of you may know me as the anti-social media expert. For many years, I sat back and I said, I don't see how you can sell a product or a service in 140 characters. But it's not about the social media platforms, it's about the bloody engagement. It's about understanding your marketplace, it's about making sure that you grow a fan base of loyal, loving followers, raving fans that want to hear from you rather than you just pushing out endless shit about products or endless shitty memes. This will not allow you to sell your product or grow a business. Fact is, you need to be doing things very differently if you want to use social media to grow your business and this is exactly what you should be doing. So this entire generation that's got this piece of electronica stuck to its hand, that's it's waiting for its next update, waiting for its next piece of entertainment. These are the people that skim through the adverts on Sky or whatever digital TV they're watching. These are the people that watch Netflix or any form of pay-per-view TV. And yeah, of course, some of them watch a bit of telly. Dirty little secret, I do too. But these are the people that have stopped buying newspapers, stopped looking at local advertising. Whatever they want is at the end of their fingertips. And they use it. They use Google search or a scroll through Facebook or Twitter to help them find whatever it is they need. And from your point of view, as a business owner, this is bloody important. Just watch. Just watch the twenty to thirties, the thirty to fifties, how they manage their lives. Go observe them. The next time you're out shopping, the next time you're sitting in a coffee bar, or the next time you're in McDonald's, just watch, just watch the way they behave, and then think about how your business is approaching, how you are going to get your message out in front of these people. The large retailers are, are manufacturers are spending millions of pounds per year on advertising that isn't working, as evidenced by the fact that many people now scroll through the adverts, you know, using a fast forward, or use their smartphones while the adverts are on. Anything but watching ads. So how does all this, all this stuff, how does it all impact on you? Look, it's really quite easy. You need to be looking at exactly how to get your message out in front of your target audience in a way that can make you money. That's what marketing is. It's about getting more pounds' value of products sold than it costs you to to sell them. And it's not complicated. It isn't rocket engineering. There's, there's not anything to be worried about or anything you need to learn immediately. There are plenty of people that have done this before, but you but you must act. You must change you. You must change how you think and how you consider what you do and how you get your message out to your target marketplace. And there are a couple of things I do with my ninjas in order to help them move move forward with a, with a clear process for it. But let me tell you this, the, the, the old stuff is ceasing to work. The returns on investment from from conventional marketing are becoming less and less. And we ain't going back to where we were 5, 10 or 15 or 20 years ago. And looking forward to the next year, the next 18 months to 5 years, is going to bring massive change, new platforms, new ways of marketing, new ways of doing stuff that we just don't know how to deal with at the moment. And the bottom line is this, if you're providing services or products, you need to be thinking very carefully about what it is you do and how you move your business forward. And you know what? Running your own business, being self-employed, it's now very competitive. Immigration continues as the population continues to grow, and there's going to be more people that are qualified to do what you do. Yeah, last year there was 100,000 people leaving university with law degrees. Do we really need 100,000 more solicitors? Well, well, no, but if only half of them become solicitors, that's an extra 50,000, and that's 50,000 more people providing legal services, the price is only going one way. At the moment, we're seeing daily rates for bricklayers of between 180 and 220 per day. For a bricklayer, these are occupations which people used to swerve. We don't have any bricklayers, we don't have people that can lay bricks. So, this is what's happening. This is shit, and you need to be aware of these shifts because otherwise, you're fucked so there're going to be more more businesses arriving to take more market share to take food off your table and it's always been dog eat dog and that dog eat dog is going to become more more intense uh, but you don't have to accept it you know you can get some shifts and some changes so the bottom line is everything is accelerating. The ability to get your message out there on a one-to-many rather than a one-to-one basis is changing how we're working and, and how we should be thinking. And it's going to get to the point in the future very shortly where the old stuff just stops working. The returns get so low that it's just not worth doing anymore. And the question I have for you, into the, today's podcast question, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do? Anyway, my name is Richard Smith. You can find out more about me over at therichardsmith.com or if you want some help with some of this shizzle, you can get over to uh, therichardsmith.com forward slash ninja and uh, have a read through some of the stuff I've got there and you'll get an opportunity to join if you if you wish. If you've enjoyed the podcast, tell a friend, leave a comment on iTunes or Stitcher. But until you next time, stay clean and frosty. Keep rolling those wheels. The uh, music in this podcast is uh, by Siobhan Decay, I believe her name is spelt, and I'm going to play out the rest of the track for, on the end of this podcast, uh, so you're welcome to listen to it if you want. Okay, Houston, we've had a problem here. This is Houston, say
1: again, please. Uh, Houston, we've had a problem. We've had a main beep, a thunderbolt. Roger, main Okay, stand by 13, we're looking at it.